Every day is game day on southernpigskin.com. Visit southernpigskin.com, a member of the USA Today Sports Media Group, to see country music star Rodney Atkins' game picks. Check out the hobby of the month or join in on the message board fund. Southernpigskin.com. Born and raised. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optimo Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 14 and 104.3 FM. I'm Call Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. We'll be live now until 11 o'clock, talking about local sports. And, you know, you got to be excited about it. A lot of big games last night. A lot of great stories, uh, a lot of games going on all week. So we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about local Savannah sports. And you can give us a call at 912-920-4441 if you want to get involved. And let us know about your favorite team, your favorite player. Once again, i got to go over my lineup again. Coming up next will be the head coach of the Wildcats, Richmond Hill head football coach, Coach Lyman Guy. He'll be talking about his first Game next week, opening up against Glen Academy. That'll be our ESPN High School Football Game of the Week, fueled by Enmark, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, 104.3 FM. Then we'll talk to the new guy on the block, new coach over at St. Andrews, taking on the volleyball program. We'll talk to Sean Tyson, the new head coach of the St. Andrews, Saint, oh, St. Andrews Lions head, uh, volleyball program. Second hour, we'll have our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. We'll be talking to a freshman. She had an outstanding week last week for the Calvary Day School Volleyball Program, and that's Claudia Chisholm. And then we'll talk to, in the third quarter of the second hour, the man that roams the sidelines, covers local high school sports for the Savannah Morning News, also writes a lot of columns about local sports, prep sports, and that's Dennis Knight. So that's our lineup. We'll be ready to go. Once again, we'll do a little scoreboard here before we take a quick break. We're going to be we're going to be talking about the Braves. One to go. First Eastern Division title since 2005. Brian McCann, who's the only active Brave player on the club from that last division winner, delivered the go-ahead hit in a ninth-inning rally to move his team closer to this year's NL East crown one. And the Braves are the Eastern Division, NL East Division champions. Okay, and that game today will be on TV on Fox Sports South. Uh, at 4.05 at Wrigley Field, the Braves will be taking on the Cubbies. Savannah Sandnats clinched or won the championship last Friday night, the Sally League Championship. Uh, the first time in 17 years the Savannah Nats are champions. They finished off the uh, Hagerstown Suns three games to one in the South Atlantic League Championship. Lost the first game, won three straight with a 2 nothing win on Friday night at Historic Grayson Stadium to win their first Sally League title. Since 1996. Way to go, John Katz and the Savannah Sandnats. High school football. I'm just going to give you off the scores. We'll cover who did what later on. Brunswick comes to uh, Garden City, beats Groves 46 nothing. Ware County comes to Memorial Stadium, beats Jenkins 54-26. Windsor Forest travels up to Screven County, Screven County 42-14. South Effingham goes to Hepzibah and wins their first region game 30-6. Pierce County comes in. Uh, sorry, Beach goes, oh, sorry. 
Got to take that back. Pierce County comes in and beats Beach 42-14. Johnson goes to Appling and loses 49-20. Savannah High goes to Tattnall County. Tim Jordan gets his first football win as a head coach, a head football coach. They beat Tattnall County 12-6. B.C., Benedictine, all over Vidalia, 28-0. Bryan County, the Cinderella story, beats McIntosh County 27-20. Calvary Day School goes to 2-2. They even up their record. They beat Trutland 40-0. Johnson County comes in and beats Savannah Country Day 26-6. Savannah Christian goes to Montgomery County and wins 24-7. Memorial Day School, the Road Warriors, beats Robert Toombs 42 217. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of scores here from yesterday. In the South Carolina Independent Schools Association, Bible Baptist goes to Dor- Dorchester Academy, loses 51 28. Bethesda goes to St. Andrews, beats the Lions 28 0. South Carolina League. Hilton Head all over Wade Hampton, 34-14. That was on Thursday night. Last night, Hilton Head Prep loses to Palmetto Christian, 56-50. Battery Creek takes care of Garrett, 42-6. Buford beats Kane Bay, 27-21. Ridgeland Hardyville beats Burke, 31-0. James Island loses to Bluffton. Bluffton beats him, 35-31. I heard that was a great game. Hilton Head Christian all over North. No, not all over them, but another high score. Hilton Head Christian beats Northwood Christian, 48-41. Thomas Hayward takes care of Robert E. Lee. 42-21, and Well Branch beats Denmark Oler, 65-0. Well, that's the high school scoreboard football. We got more scores from volleyball and softball. I'll get to that later. But remember, this cannot be possible. This show cannot be possible without our sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, X-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Rand Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. That's optumhealth.com. Next up, we'll be talking a little Wildcat football. Richmond Hill sitting atop their Region, Region 35A, 3-0, going into region play next week against the terrors of Glen Academy. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back with the second quarter. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. And today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We're getting hot in the... In the football season, the prep football season, we had a big game last night. Benedictine beating Vidalia. But this next team is under the radar. They're, they're 3-0. Uh, they're off to a great start. They open up region play next week down in Glen, Glen Brunswick, Glen Academy, in the uh, Glen, Glen Memorial Stadium, whatever they call it down there in the Golden Isle. And uh, I don't know if he knows this, but they'll be the ESPN High School Game of the Week, fueled by Enmark. Live, we'll have the Wildcats of Richmond Hill taking on the Red Terrors of Glen Academy. He enters his ninth season. Sorry, yeah, he enters his, uh, 
I take that back. Uh, it's not his ninth season, but he's been head coach for 11 years. Was at Robert Toombs Christian Academy. Did a great job there. Uh, now he's at Richmond Hill. He's 21 and 13 record wise. Uh, got off to a you know a 500 start, but the last few years, so this is probably his fifth year. So six years at Robert Toombs Academy, five years at Richmond Hill Academy, do, doing a great job over there. The kids are believing in the program. The head coach of the Wildcats joining us on ESPN. Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline is Coach Liming Guy. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Carl. How are you doing? Hey, Coach, uh, just talking high school football. I'm getting excited. Great game last night at, uh, at uh, Savannah State. And uh, I know you guys had the bye week, and I know you're itching to go because, you know, I've heard, always heard this cliche, and I think you can agree with it. There's two things a coach hates while dislikes. Hates a harsh, harsh word. I know you think it's a harsh word, too. Dislikes. Homecoming and bye weeks. And you had a bye week. Tell us, tell us how your team's getting ready for uh, their big uh, region opener against Glen Academy. Well, we... You know, we've, I'm trying to approach it different ways, Carl. And, you know, uh, I've talked with a lot of, uh, other coaches and things they did. And, you know, last year we, uh, we felt like in the last couple of years we have become a more physical team. We, we get after it a little bit. And, uh, so we felt earlier in the, at Richmond Hill, we felt like we had to really, you know, uh, get more physical and get a little tougher and get after it a little bit. Uh, our kids, I think, are in a mindset now. They strap it on. They 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 try to take each other's head off, so to speak. So uh, we just had to be smart. We re, we you know we kind of want to go back to fundamentals. Uh, wanted to uh, reduce our contact time a little bit because we're a little banged up, and uh, it seems like we get more banged up in practice than we do in games. And um, but we just this year we approached it just like a regular uh, game week, uh, with the exception of being off on Friday night. Uh, so hopefully. Uh, Hopefully that'll work for us. Well, I mean, you opened up the first three games this year. You beat Johnson 29-7. You beat Beach 28-6. You beat Savannah High 51-14. Uh, now you open your region play. You open up a Glen Academy. I mean, uh, Ware, Ware County is one of the highest-ranked teams in the state. They had a shootout with uh, Jenkins the other night. Tell us about your region schedule, uh, you know, what it looks like, how you feel about it. And, uh, you know, every coach looks at one game at a time. But where do you see your team at the end of the season? Well, I'm, I'm not a great, I'm not a great fascinator. I mean, when it comes to, uh, uh, casting the future of, uh, how the teams line up, uh, I think it, I think high school ball is very difficult to do that. Um, I do know there's some, there's some quality coaches in our region who do a great job and they're always going to be prepared. So we're definitely just going to be, we're going to have to earn every, everything we get. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, Ware County traditionally, Glenn Academy traditionally are just two great programs. I think that uh, Effingham as well is a great traditional program. Those are three powerhouses that are, you know, always been established in the in the area. And uh, I think Bradwell and Jenkins and uh, and uh, those two teams are. I think they're on the rise. I think their coaches are doing an outstanding job with those guys. So I, I think too often times we underestimate. The coaching aspect of it, uh, coaches really, uh, you know, starts at the top uh, in most programs, and those coaches do a great job. So we're going to have to be, we're going to play wild football. We're going to have to be very good at what we do, uh, mistake free, and uh, we're going to have to uh, uh, work very hard and play very physical. And, and if we're going to have a chance in each region game. 
Well, you know, every co- I mean, I'm a coach too, coach, and I, I agree with you 100%. People don't realize that you only t- you have to take one game at a time. And uh, I know I spoke about this a lot last night on our broadcast, our Game of the Week. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody wants to get to Game 11, but you have to ca- take care of the first 10 games. Like you said, you know, we can look at the paper stats, we can look at the paper matchups, but that's why you play the game on Friday nights. You have to go out there and play your game. And I'm telling you, some of you guys have been playing the game really well. I mean, I got I to gotta give a big shout-out to the quarterback. Nick Fitzgerald. People don't know he's a senior. He's six foot five. He's two hundred twenty pounds. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. So let's give out some uh, a big shout out to your football players out over there, uh, Richmond Hill, that are doing a great job so far this year. Well, first of all, every every year bases on your senior class, that senior leadership, and uh, you know, we we do all we can to in the off season. Uh, we we have a thing that's called habitudes. It's leadership based training. Uh, we try to uh, touch all aspects of the young men's lives. Uh, we try to guide them and uh, give them opportunities in their spiritual life, our FCA programs. Uh, we want them to be academically strong students so they can be very marketable at the next level. And we, you know, we demand a lot from them in our uh, off-season training and and in-season training as well. And the senior class is is bought into it. They're working hard. Uh, they lead by a servant's heart, servant type attitude, not by they're telling others what to do by showing others what to do. So I think we it all starts with that senior class. But looking at uh, Richmond Hill football, uh, we we uh, LRS came through the other day looking at uh, 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 recruits for down the road. We really feel like we've got four or five uh, potential uh FCS and above division one type athletes in, in each class in the next three to four years. And our eighth grade uh Richmond Hill team, Coach Boone and them are doing a great job. They've got some potential players down there. So the cover's not theirs. So but we but if we don't have the leadership in place to lead these guys to show them how to do it right, and integrity and character mean so much because don't have the character it will show up on the field, and uh, if you don't have the character, they will fold the tent quick when times get tough. So we feel like that senior leadership, establishing that character in your program, uh, it trickles down, and it sets the tone for your season. Uh, you got you got a lot of great guys doing a lot of great things, and I know I know you want to you know keep them keep them closely knit, and you know most coaches don't want to give you know. They want to talk about the kids, but they don't want to blow anybody, any one of the kids' is, uh, you know, their heads up really big. And I know you're doing the right thing over there because the kids are believing in the program. Like you said, you got five kids that FCS programs are looking at. There's something special going on, on over there. And uh, we, we're at the two-minute drill here. Just give a, a big shout-out to your coaches because, you know, every head coach has to have a good, good assistance to be successful. And uh, you've been doing a great job over there. It's got to be got to get some help from those assistant coaches. Well, it's been a, and it's been amazing work. Uh, I, I have not had uh, the type of influence that maybe some coaches have in their system to you know, handpick, bring guys in. The Lord has certainly blessed and has drawn the right kind of men to this program. And uh, if the head coaches stay out of the way, these guys are probably going to go far. Uh, you know, that's the, I've got a great staff, Sean Colburn and staff, uh, along with Anthony Dragon. Uh, Tommy Hensley. Uh, we also have uh, Coach Jimmy Hires on the defense side of the ball. Just does a great job on the offense side of the ball. I have a, a great offensive line coach, which is what I've always coached. Now I have the freedom to float around a little bit. Uh, Josh Eads and Chris Scholar. 
We also have Coach Tasha Bennett, who works with our quarterbacks, also our head baseball coach, Coach Robbie Flanders, coaches our backfield, and he also our head soccer coach. And uh, we have Coach Means, who's our special teams coordinator. And I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out here, but, I mean, they, these guys do such a great job, and, and, uh, and, and they're buying in as well uh, in what we're trying to do. Uh, coach Bob Parker, our inside linebacker coach, I knew I'd leave somebody out. Uh, he you know, retired from the step from Alabama and uh, as a high school coach and came over here. It's been a blessing house. Everything's just kind of fell in place. Um, so, you know, that's that. Uh, the assistant coaches are doing a great job. And like I said, if the head coaches get out of their way, I feel like they'll probably have a great year. Well, Coach, uh, 3-0 start, big game, opening region play this Friday night at Glen Academy. You will be on the high school game of the week, fueled by Mark, right on ESPN Savannah, 104.3 FM. I wish you the best of luck. I'll talk to you during the week because i got to get your depth charts, your lineups, and all that other stuff. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy the weekend. And I, I know you got a lot of uh, you know, chores to catch up on because uh, football coach's life during the week doesn't, uh, doesn't let you get to those chores. So keep it up. Talk to you later. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Once again, that's the head coach of the Richmond Hill Wildcats, Richmond Hill High School. They're off to a 3-0 start. They open up this Friday their region schedule. They had a bye last night. They're taking on the terrors of Glen Academy, perennial decent, uh, a perennial uh, state playoff team, decent uh, athletes, not decent athletes, excellent athletes, excellent coaching with Rob Riding. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a great game next Friday night down there at, I think it's Glen Memorial Stadium. i got to find out. But once again, we'll be talking a little volleyball in our next segment with a new man on the block. Yes, we have a new volleyball coach here in town over there at St. Andrews, coach of the St. Andrews Lions volleyball program, Sean Tyson. You're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember that doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back with quarter number three. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. Thank you for joining me for, for to, or listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. And today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We have a lot of good things going on here in Savannah, Georgia. I know we've been talking about a lot about high school football, but can't, can't forget about the other sports. Softball, uh, volleyball, cross country. And, uh, you know, I tried to interview the new coaches in the area because... I mean, it's exciting to hear what they, you know, how they feel about getting into this profession and leading young athletes in, in, in uh, drills and in games and practices. Well, St. Andrews has just recently hired a new volleyball coach. And believe it or not, he's been part of the Savannah area for a long time. I, I learned out, I found out that when I talked to him the other day on the phone. And uh, he's doing a great job over there at St. Andrews. They had over a 500 record. They were in the thick of running. They played a couple of tough teams lately, but, but they go in three, four, five matches so uh, i mean he's doing a great job over there joining us now on the espn radio savannah am 1400 104.3 fm hotline is the new head coach of the st andrews lions volleyball program sean tyson good morning sean good morning I, I thought I, I thought I wrote your number down. I have a habit of writing number downs <laughs> wrong, so I'm glad I got you, and uh, I'm glad you could be on the show. So tell everybody, you're not new to Savannah, and you're new to the coaching profession, but let, let's let everybody know, how, how did you wind up in Savannah, Sean, and, and where'd you play your volleyball? Um, actually, I've 
graduated from SCAD way back in 99, so I've been down here since since 98 or 97, uh, playing with SCAD for a couple of years and some club around Savannah and just some pickup out at Tybee. Um, so I've been, I've been in and out of Savannah for 13 years now. Where are you originally from? Uh, right outside of Richmond, Virginia. Um, grew up on the West End and played at RBC as soon as they opened. Well, I mean, uh, you know, you, you were a volleyball player, and uh, you played. You, you finished up in 2000. What made you want to become a head volleyball coach? Um, word got around, and there was uh, mutual people got together and found out that, A, I coached, and B, I really loved the game and loved spreading that word around. So I got an open invitation uh, from uh, Mike Bennett, the athletic director, and said, hey, why don't you come down, look at the open gym, see what you think, and, and let's have a uh, chit-chat. So sat down with him. Met a couple of the girls, really enjoyed their positive attitude on playing, and we went from there. Well, I mean, so far you guys are doing good. You have, you know, you, I think, what, what are you now? You're 8-4 and four and 9-4 and four in uh, Skeezer region, region 1 AA. Tough one the other night against Bible Baptist, but 25-18, 25-18, 27-25. I mean, that, that's not a bad showing against Bible Baptist, who uh, usually makes a good run in that uh, Skeezer Volleyball State Tournament. So how do you feel about your team so far this year? Uh, you know, I, I love the girls. They're, they're really great. Um, started off the year with fundamentals, uh, basic fundamentals, and moved up from there. Um, the Bible Baptist game was, was a tough game. Um, you know, we got a week vacation coming up with the, with the junior trips and everything, so I think we were just a little off this past week with, with everything going on and some tests, but we look forward to bouncing back against them next Thursday. Um, not this, this current Thursday, but the Thursday after when we come back. Well, t tell us about some of the girls. Who, who, who has been uh, stepping up their games for the uh, Lady Lions volleyball program? Um, I've got, unfortunately, I can't remember the last names. I've got so many of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my two centers are, are Dominique and Morgan. Dominique's a senior this year, also playing soccer, and, and Morgan's my junior. Um, middle hitter is, is Bailey Adams. Uh, phenomenal attitude, you know, really looking forward to everything as a co-captain voted by our team. Um, offside hitter is, is Ansley Cooper. Once again, the other captain, she's also a senior. Um, really, really positive attitude with everybody, um, in practicing games. Um, I've got Mary on my little left-hander who, who is, uh, who's actually a strong side hitter. Um, but phenomenal core presence, really knows where to go for the ball, really digs hard. And I've got Grace Turner on the back line. Um, uh, sophomore with uh, who switches and out with, with my other Grace, who's a who's a junior, really showing some great core presence in the front with good transition skills. Yeah, it sounds like the girls are doing a really great job, and you're having a lot of fun with them. Now, you, you know, you finished, you, you played Bible Baptist on Thursday. What's the rest of the season look like? How many more games you got, and uh, who are the top teams you got to finish out against? Um, when we come back, we we go against Thomas Hayward again uh, for a region game and Bible Baptist again. Um, I believe we have one more region game, and we still got to go down to Frederica. Um, so I think we got five or six games left. Let's see, it ends at ten, so I think I got six games left. And you know, in my eyes and the girls' eyes, every game is important, whether or not it's a region game. Um, so we don't slack off on any of it. Well, you know, you got a tough, you got a tough road to follow, but you know, you got to play the better teams to get better. And I got to ask you this about playing volleyball or coaching volleyball. I mean, I used to like the regular scoring. Do you like the way they score this now? I mean, I used to like it. If you, you, you know, you, you hit the ball out, the other team got the ball, got a chance to come back. Do you like this rally scoring? Um, I, I, I've got mixed emotions with it. It really gets the game moving and, and makes every point worth it. Um, when I was playing, it was, it was a side out point. Um, 
and it, it slowed the game down, but it, it, you know, if you got the ball back, you kind of had another breather. This one really keeps the entire team on their toes. You can end on, you can end the game on a, on a bad service or just not paying attention. So it really makes, it makes players really pay attention. It makes every point worth, worth fighting for. Now, if you're an old-time volleyball player like me and uh, like Coach Tyson uh, just said when he was around, you know, side-out point. If you, if you kept on getting points, you kept on serving. If you lost the serve, you went to the other team, the other team had a shot to run off five, six, seven points to come back. Rally scoring is every, every serve, every point, every play, every volley is a point that makes it a little intense. And uh, I just you know, I, I can't get used to it. I, you know, I mean, I just feel that if a team goes up five, six, seven points, you don't have a tough time. You don't, you're going to have a tough time coming back. Don't you feel that way? Yeah, I mean, you can you can really break it. It's you know they go on a, they go on a five serve run, and you know you could have twenty four points, and they're going to five serve run, and then you get the point back, and it, it makes it makes the the overtime twenty seven twenty five points really really important to every single thing. I mean, the the, the parents and the, and the students and the stands are going nuts on every single point, and it really keeps the the fans involved in the game. And uh, coach, well, sounds like you're having a lot of fun over there. Did you think you would have this much fun coaching high school girls? Oh man, it's, you know I've I've done it a little bit before working with fundamental teams, but these girls make make it all all the much better. I mean, they, the enthusiasm for wanting to come to the come to the court play, you know, wanting to stay longer, wanting to play more, and everything else just reinforces my love of the game. And my last question, how do you like the St. Andrews atmosphere over there with the girls, the school, the uh, the crowd that comes to the game? What's that been like for you? I mean, it's 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 one of the most positive experiences I've ever been in. I mean, uh, every parent is is really involved in their student. Uh, the the they, the kids make posters. The pre K kids made a made a poster for us to go to Bible Baptist. The whole school is behind the girls 100. percent There isn't a single dissident in the school, and and that's really nice to see, especially with all the negative stuff from schools out and about with bullying and everything. It's really nice to see even the girl who's not the most popular girl come out and everybody supporting her too. Well, Coach, I appreciate you taking some time out here on a Saturday. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, you got about, like you said, six more matches to go, six tough matches to go. But, you know, you got a good shot at the region title and uh, keep up the great work. And if you have a player you want to nominate for the uh, Athlete of the Week, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, just give me a call and uh, wish you the best of luck. And uh, as they say now over there at St. Andrews, go Lions. Go Lions. Thank you, Carl. Thanks, Sean. Have a good weekend. Sean Tyson, the new head coach over at St. Andrews, the new head St. Andrews Lions volleyball coach. They're off to a great start. They're 8-4. and A couple of tough matches lately, but you know what? I feel as a coach, to get better, you got to play the best. And uh, they had a good game, a good match against Bible Baptist. Bible Baptist has been a perennial state volleyball uh, playoff contender in that Skiza, South Carolina Independent School Association League, so uh, nothing to be, uh, you know, nothing to be ashamed of. And, you know, he's got some good girls over there. Dominique DeSaltis, he talked about. Morgan Bennett, uh, Bailey Adams. I mean, uh, I can go on and on. And uh, Good program, good, uh, good attitude over there, and uh, they're doing a great job over there at St. Andrew's School. Well, next up, we're going to open the mics. Let's talk about your favorite teams. Let's talk about local college football. You got Savannah State going to the U. They better bat down the hatches when they're going down in to play the Miami Hurricanes. That's football-wise. Georgia takes on North Texas, so uh, that'll be exciting uh, up there in Athens. You know, it's a a game between the hedges, and it's always exciting up there, but, you know, I think Georgia's a little too much for North Texas. Well, let's talk about Georgia Tech. Let's talk about the local of the college. Georgia Southern has off this week. Uh, Tough loss last week against Wofford. 
You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. Give us a call, 912-920-4441. Mike Golick here inviting you to join Greeny and I every weekday morning from 6 to 10 as we break down the big news stories first. Whether it's interviewing star players or coaches or breaking news with members of the ESPN family. Kick off your morning the right way with Mike and Mike in the morning, right here on ESPN Radio 1400 and FM 104.3. From Savannah to Hilton Head, ESPN Radio 1400 and FM 104.3 has the low country covered with the best sports news and insight. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Call Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM. There's so much going on. I want to get into the college sports. Uh, college scoreboard. Rafford defeats Savannah State. University Volleyball 3-0 yesterday. Columbus State upsets number three, Armstrong. The Lady Pirates go down to Columbus State. But Columbus State is ranked 24th, so not a bad not a bad showing. I mean, the Cougars are 3-2. and two. Armstrong goes to 2-1-2. Two, and two. We have a lot going on. Last week, I'm telling you, the Tunnel to Towers run, we did a live remote. Just just such a great event. Tim Guider, uh, Jane Grisma, the whole, uh, you know, Jimmy Grisma coming down with Eddie Ryan from New York City. I mean... They raised over $70,000 for this cause, and the cause goes to a needy returning veteran from uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, whatever they may be, and just a great cause. Mike Schlitz, uh, one of the guys that were getting improvements on his house, I mean, both arms severely burned. I mean, the guy is out there running, and, you know, there, there probably was about a little about a thousand runners, but when you put everybody there, there was probably about fifteen hundred people in that Orleans Square last Saturday. Just a great event. Uh, the man that runs all our running events here in Savannah, Georgia, Robert Espinosa, predicts that maybe, not maybe, but he predicts eventually we will have over two thousand runners for the Tunnel to Tower run. It's the first Saturday after September eleventh every year, and it's throughout the United States. Uh, once again, the Bluffton Fire Department. Yes, the Buff Bluffton the Fire Department. Won the Siller Cup. Steven Siller was the fireman uh, out playing golf. Uh, just got off work. Heard about the trade towers, the World Trade Center going down. Drove to the Brooklyn Tunnel, put on his gear, ran the mile and a half in 60 pounds of uh, fire gear. Got there, and he was one of the 343 uh, first responders who passed away. New York City Fire Department who passed away. Just a great cause. And Jane Grisman, great job. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait to be part of it next week, next year. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be doing it again right here, live on ESPN Radio Savannah, 104.3 FM. A lot of races going on today. We have the Rise of the Phoenix 5K at New Hampstead High School. We got the Free Injury Clinic, hosted by Ledzema Sports Medicine. Fleet Feet Sports is sponsoring that. Chase the Run, uh, Chase the Sun Ultra. I mean, I was coming to work, and they're out there running full force today on Whitmarsh Island. Then next week, we got the Foam Rolling Clinic. Fleet Feet Sports sponsoring that. Yeah, you got the uh, Trigger Point Therapy Clinic. Feet Feet's Fleet Feet Sports sponsoring that one. YMCA Harder than Savannah Run next week, uh, the 28th, and Foresight Park. Just so many running events going on. And we do have a call. Good morning. You're on the call of the Massey Sports Report. What's on your mind? Okay, we'll, we'll get back. 
We'll get back to that call in a couple of minutes. But let's go to college football. We got a lot of games on deck. On deck. Georgia is off. Georgia Southern is off. Uh, Savannah State travels to Miami. University of Georgia takes on North Texas is t- at twelve twenty today. And the Rambling Wreck has North Carolina at noon. And I know this guy follows college sports, high school sports as much as I do. He does his show every Thursday night here, the coaches pregame show, and that's the producer of the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, PJ Zuko. Good morning, PJ. Morning, Carl. Hey, it's Saturday morning. We're talking local sports. We're talking college sports, high school sports. A lot of great games today going on in college football, but, you know, the local teams. I mean, Savannah State going down to Miami. What do you think there, uh, PJ? Yeah, Savannah State going down to Miami. You you really hope, uh, you you know, they they look to compete down there in Miami. Um, Miami, a good team this year, a team that beat Florida. So you're going down there as a big underdog, and, and you know you are. But it's just like what you know. Some of these high school games where some of these teams go to compete against, you know, teams that have higher talent level and teams that are better than them. You just look to compete and look to be in the game there at the end. And if you can pull out a victory, then you know that's a plus to the you know the big money, the big paycheck you're going to get when you go down and play them. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish uh, the the Tigers uh, the best of luck going down there. But you know, tough tough road to handle when you're playing a team that beat Florida, and they're, they're probably uh, I think the best team in the ACC this year. So Miami's going to be a tough task for the Tigers. And of course, between the hedges, I, this should be no game. North um, North Texas coming in to take on the Bulldogs. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that one, but it'll be probably a blowout. Yeah, that one probably will be too. Uh, the he- the head coach of North Texas, a coach that was under Urban Meyer when he was there at Florida. So he knows about Mark Richt. He, he knows uh, his coaching style and what he's going to bring at him. But at, at North Texas, you know, they might have uh, close to the talent level. Like, obviously they're not going to have, you know, the talent level that Georgia has. But they do have some talent in the in the starters. It, it's when you get down to second string, third string, when you, when you got to substitute people into the game for guys that are getting tired. That's when Georgia has the upper hand on you. That's when these bigger schools ha- have the upper hand on you because they're so deep, and you just got your first string really that that you can uh, go to battle with. So that, that's uh, what I'm looking for to be the difference there. And Georgia should should win this one big. Yeah, they definitely got more troops uh, between the hedges than North Texas uh, as far as talent goes. And then North Carolina, the Tar Heels, coming to Bobby Dowd Stadium against Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah, this one should be a good one. I I can't wait for this one. North Carolina, a team that started out with high hopes, you know, wanted to beat South Carolina at at South Carolina. Obviously didn't have that happen, but got back on track against Middle Tennessee and then had a bye week to prepare for this option attack in Georgia Tech. Uh, I think this should be a good game. 12 o'clock noon on uh, ESPN. Travel to Bobby Dodd Stadium. So, I mean, I think this one should be a good game, but Vad Lee and the Georgia Tech offense looking pretty darn good right now. And Ted Roof, the defensive coordinator coming down from Penn State, is doing a good job with that that Georgia Tech defense right now. So, I I think it should be a good game, but I think Georgia Tech should pull this one out. Hopefully pulls it out because uh, I'm hoping for them to have a good season this year. (laughs) Well, you know, you said it right there. Georgia Tech's Achilles heels for the past three or four years has been their defense. I mean, we know they run the flex bone, the Georgia Southern flex bone, the uh, Paul Johnson flex bone. I mean, he's the mastermind of this offense, and, uh, you know, they can put up points on any play. But when you don't have a defense, I mean, you know, it, it makes it tough. And, you know, Mr. Roof has been doing a good job with their defense right now, so let's see what they do today. Uh, i got to go back to last week. I don't care what anybody says, okay? I know he, he's had a little trouble. He's a little cocky. He's a little brash. But I'm telling you, 
Johnny Johnny Menzel is is what football's all Johnny football is what it's all about. Yeah, he's a high school kid. He made some bad mistakes. He's a little cocky, but I'm telling you, it's put. It's put so much attention on college football and them playing Alabama. Alabama takes the lead, and he's just so athletic, and he makes things happen. I don't know if I would want it on my team. I don't know. I, you know, If I was his coach, what would I do with him? But, I mean, just, just an unbelievable performance last week. And we can't forget about you know the, Georgia, uh, the Alabama quarterback, uh, McCurran, uh, doing a great job, too. Oh yeah, AJ McCarron, a great quarterback, has you know two BCS started two BCS championships and won both of them. Johnny Manziel, an amazing athlete, but like you said, had some off the field issues doing his thing, you know, and being a little cocky and whatnot. So some most uh, fans on his bad side right now, but you know that. That's just what you get with college football. You get these polarizing figures, and also, uh, I got to say it, that's what you get when you win a Heisman when you're a freshman. Now, he's a young guy. He, he wins the Heisman. That could uh, make a lot of stuff rush to your head. So, I mean, he's a very talented kid, but I'll tell you what, that wide receiver, Mike Evans, he's a very talented kid also. I, I wouldn't be surprised oh, yeah. to see him going big at Texas A&M and also going in the NFL at some point and doing very well there because he is very talented at the wide receiver position. I mean, he's got a lot of weapons, and I mean, some of the t- some of the plays he made, getting out of trouble with that Alabama defense in his face, were unbelievable. And uh, Evans making some great catches, and you know, Alabama couldn't put him away. Texas A and M, like he said after the game or in a post game interview, they're not out of it. Oh no, they're they're definitely not out of it. I mean, you look at Alabama last year; they lose a game, go to the national championship, and win. LSU and Alabama from a couple of years ago. I mean, you can the list goes on and on from teams that you know lost and and still went there to the to the NCAA championship. So I mean, BCS championship. Sorry about that, but I mean, they're not done. They're not out of it. They just got to win the rest of their games and you know pray for pray for some things to go their way on the opposition side of the football. I know I know we're coming up to the last minute drill here but the big game tonight Auburn against LSU and I don't know I I mean you follow it closely too but both these quarterbacks played or were signed to play at um at uh, uh give me uh, at, at Georgia did you did you hear that Yeah yeah Nick Marshall uh, quarterback at Auburn right now was actually a safety at Georgia wanted to play quarterback so he went to uh transferred to Auburn and Zach Mettenberger of course was uh, was was there at Georgia too and transferred as well. So I mean, very talented. You, you got a lot of talented guys at Georgia. If you have uh, three SEC starting quarterbacks, we're all on your roster at some point. Well, I saw Nick Marshall play in a high school uh, cha- high school playoff game against Savannah Christian a couple years ago. You knew the kid was special. Well, PJ, it's always a pleasure. We can do this at the end of the show. We'll talk more college football. Great game last night. I know you uh, were in the uh, pr- uh, in the studio producing the BC Vidalia game. Just a lot of great football. Oh, yeah, definitely, and hopefully we'll get to some picks next segment, next uh, hour also. Oh, we'll throw the picks out there. Remember, hour t- number two is coming up, so stay tuned. You're listening to Call of the Mossy Sports Board, brought to you by Optimus Peaks, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be talking to the Athlete of the Week, the Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete Week, freshman Claudia Chisholm from Calvary Day School, and Dennis Knight from the Savannah Morning News. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on ESPN Radio Savannah.
This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Kevin Thomas, BJ Bennett, and Matt Osborne here from ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and FM 104.3 and 3 and out. Taking a second to thank you for your warm welcome to Savannah and the Lowcountry. Savannah is a great sports town, and whether we're covering the Sand Nats, Tigers, Pirates, or Bees, we're thrilled to be a part of this community. From Southern College football to the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, Jags, and local high schools, ESPN Radio 1400 and FM 104.3 WSEG is here for you. Thank you, Savannah. Thank you, Lowcountry. Thank you for welcoming us with open arms. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. We want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor, they're doctor led and patient focused. Right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM fourteen hundred and one hundred four point three FM. We finished hour number one. I got to thank my guests from hour number one, the head football coach at Richmond Hill High School. Lyman guy, great job. They're off to a 3 0 start. Their first region game will be this Friday down in Glen County Stadium. Thank you to my producer, PJ Zuko, who's reminded me it's not Glen Memorial Stadium, it's Glen County Stadium. And it'll be the ESPN High School Fuel, High School Football Game of the Week, fueled by NMARC right here on ESPN. AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And then the St. Andrews new volleyball coach, the Lady Lions volleyball team, Sean Tyson. They're 8 and 4 right now. Uh, some close matches, but they're doing a great job. Thanks, Coach Tyson, for coming on. And of course, PJ Zuko, who's doing a great job down there in Brunswick in the Golden Island in, in the ESPN Coastal ESPN Georgia studios and uh, does a great job every week. But hour number two is here. We got to talk about what's going to be on hour number two. We'll have the Weathering Chiropractic. Clinic Athlete of the Week. She's only a freshman from Calgary Day School. Volleyball player, Claudia Chisholm. We'll talk about her week, what went on, how, you know, unbelievable week. Uh, tough tough to have an unbelievable week and your team loses, but she, she was worth the uh, nomination. And then we'll get into quarter number three with the man that walks the sidelines, walks the basketball courts, on the baseball field, reporting all the prep sports for Savannah Morning News. And he's also a columnist for the Savannah Morning News, Dennis Knight, and then we'll close out the show. And as I do every hour, we go to the high school or the local scoreboard and then the high school scoreboard. Hey, you Braves fans, we need one. Magic number number one. The magic number is one to clinch the NL East Division for the first time since 2005. And how ironic, Brian McCann, who's the only active Braves player from that club's from that year on the Atlanta Braves team uh, to be part of that 2005 Division Championship, he delivered the go-ahead hit in the ninth inning rally to move him his team closer to this year's NL East crown. And they'll be playing today at 4.05. They're taking on the Cubbies in Chicago. And it'll be on TV on Fox Sports South. Don't forget, we get a win today. We're the NL East champions. Savannah Sandats, last Friday night, got to send out a big congratulations. For the first time in 17 years, 
The Savannah Sandats won the South Atlantic League single-A baseball championship. The Nats finished off the Hagerstown Suns three games to one. They lost the first game, then went on a three-game tear. They did not let the Hagerstown Suns score a run in those three games. They beat them 2-0, and it was at historic Grayson Stadium the first time since 1996. Let's go to the high school scoreboard. Football, that is prep football. Groves goes to Brunswick. Loses 46-0. Ware County comes to Jenkins and beats Jenkins 54-26. Jenkins quarterback, senior quarterback, Brandon Carter, another great night. 15 of 34 for 244, 41 yards, three touchdowns. Ran for a fourth-quarter touchdown. The, the uh, Warriors got into the game, but Ware County is one of the top teams in 5A this year. Just pulled away from the uh, Warriors. Windsor Forest went to Screven, lost 42-14. South Effingham on the road at Hepzibah. They beat him 30-6. Uh, Corey Horn scored three uh, scored touchdowns on runs of eight and three yards. That's uh, South Effingham's uh, region opener with the victory. South Effingham now is three and one, one and zero region. Uh, quarterback Tyler Donovan, sorry Taylor Donovan, was six of seven for ninety eight yards, and Eli Pulkinen hit a thirty seven yard field goal for the Mustangs. Great job by the Mustangs. Pierce County beats Beach. 42-14, close game up until the fourth quarter. Johnson goes to Appling, loses 49-20. Savannah High gets their first win of the season, 12-6 over Tattnall County. Tim Jordan, the legend on the basketball court for the Savannah High Blue Jackets, gets his first win as a head football coach. Uh, Jamal Norman scored the Jackets' uh, winning TD with uh, you know a 14-yard run. He also was 8 of 13 passing for 172 yards. Savannah High's Jermaine Williams had five receptions for 113 years, 13 yards. So Norman to Williams was the connection last night. Congratulations, Tim Jordan. Benedictine takes on Vidalia. Vidalia ranked number seven. Vidalia ranked number nine. 28-0. J.J. Gaines was the man of the night. He ran for 125 yards on one drive. It, I mean, 21-play drive, 13 minutes. He carried the ball 12 times for 62 yards, scoring the touchdown. That was the final touchdown of the game. Hey, but the cadets made a statement last night. They're probably one of the top teams in the state, and I think they have a good shot of maybe Maybe get into the dome. Stevie Powers, once again, great night passing for 97 yards and a down TD, uh, TD pass to his buddy, Brad Stewart. Brad Stewart, two catches for 64 yards and an interception. I mean, but this is a no-name defense. I said before the game on my pregame show, because it was the high school football game of the week, fueled by NWOC right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, that the defense was going to win the game. And the cadet defense was rock solid. To quote Dennis Knight in his article today, check out his article, great article. They held Vidalia to 74 yards rushing and 108 yards total offense. Trey Hardy, the leading rusher for the Indians, came in averaging 147 yards a game. Can you say defense? Can we say brick wall over there at BC? Great job to the cadets. Bryan County goes to McIntosh County. Class or Region 2A with BC. There's two undefeated teams now in Region 2A, BC and Bryan County. Cinderella story, moving up from Class A, 27-20 over McIntosh County. Nick Scott, probably one of the best players in the area, uh, carries the ball 26 times for 151 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Scott, I hope they're undefeated when uh, they play BC. I hope BC's undefeated when they play Bryan County. Calvary all over Trutland, 40 to nothing. 
Derek Kirtland scores two touchdowns. Uh, Robert Hayward picks off, uh, had a pick uh, interception for a uh, pick six for a score in the third quarter. Um, Rich Rapper closed out the scoring with a 66-yard fumble return. Michael Peterson, once again, great night. He was our ESPN, WJCL, and Enmark player of the week from Calvary Day School. Michael Peterson, last night, the night of the week before, he was 11 for 12 for 276 yards. His only incompletion was a spike ball to stop the clock. While last night he was 7, 10, 7 for 10 for 186 yards. Threw TD, two TD passes, 11 yards to Salvador Calderon, and 25-yarder to Kalik Hughes. I mean, Jordan Walker scored, uh, caught three passes for 85 yards. Uh, Johnson County comes to, to Savannah, beats Savannah Country Day 26 to 6. Savannah Christian all over Montgomery County 24 to 7. Uh, Logan Tovar, player of the week here, yeah, Weatherington Chiropractic Link player of the week a couple of weeks ago. Did a great job last night, kicked the 30 yard field goal. Memorial Day School beats Toons County. Kendaris Duke scores four times on two, on, on two runs and two receptions as Memorial Day, uh, blasted, uh, Robert Toombs, 42-17. Dukes is a senior. He finished with 11 carries for 117 yards. He scored, had runs on 27, 49 yards, three receptions for 84 yards, including two TD, two TD pass catches of 9 and 12 yards. Malcolm Quarterman, quarterback for, uh, sorry, running back, quarterback for, uh, sorry, running back for more day school, had a 20-yard one. 21-yard TD run. Okay, slow down, coach. You're going too fast. You want to get all these scores in. Bible Baptist loses to Dorchester 51-28. And Bethesda beats St. Andrews 28-0. Uh, Joshua Woodley threw two TD passes and ran for another to lead Bethesda over St. Andrews. He completed 13 of 16 passes for 122 yards. And he had, his scoring passes were 11 of 15. He ran a two-point conversion in, so he had a great night. Uh, great job by the Blazers. Uh, over in South Carolina. Hiltonhead beats Wade Hampton 34-14 on Thursday night. Hiltonhead High School, 4-0 this year. Uh, on Friday night, last night, Hilton Prep, Prep loses to Palmetto Christian, 56-50. Battery Creek loses, uh, beats Garrett, 42-6. Buford beats Kane Bay, 27-21. Originally, Hardyville beats Burke, 31-0. Bluffton beats James Island, 35-34. Hiltonhead Christian beats Northwood Christian, 48-41. Thomas Haywood beats Robert E. Lee, 42-21. And Will Branch all over Denmark Oler, 65-0. That's the prep scoreboard. That's a lot to say. we got to get to our next segment. We're coming up to a break, but this show would not happen without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they have 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, X-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Rand Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. That's optumhealth.com. Next up, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. She's only a freshman, but she had a phenomenal week for the Calvary Day School Cavalier Volleyball Team, and that's Claudia Chisholm. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back, talking some Cavalier Volleyball. 
ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head is your exclusive local home for the herd with Colin Coward. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Put your thinking cap on as Uncle Colin will challenge the status quo and tackle every major topic in sports. Whether he's spanning the globe or chatting with personalities, Colin Coward has his own special way of breaking down the latest news for you. The herd with Colin Coward right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. And today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, it's the same great place, just a different name. It used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center, but now it's Optum Orthopedics at 210 Eastern Avenue. And it's all brought to you right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, every week we love doing this. We love getting the, the kids that are making making accomplishments, doing great things in their sport. And I'm not just a guy. Yeah, I coach football. I coach basketball. But I'm not just sticking to football and basketball. I want to hear about the other kids, the softball players, the volleyball players, the cross-country runners. I want you to nominate them. You can nominate them at the Carl DeMasi Sports Report Facebook page. You can email me at kdemasi, D-E-M-A-S-I, at hotmail.com. I want to know about these kids. I want them to come on the show and talk about their experiences. And I heard about this young lady, and I had to get her on the show, and uh, she had an unbelievable week last week, uh, Calvary Day School. Okay, played uh, a try match on Tuesday against Effingham and New Hampstead. Against Effingham, Claudia Claudia Chisholm had 14 kills on 23 attempts. She also had three aces on 12 attempts. Against New Hampstead, she had seven kills on 12 attempts, four digs. On Thursday, they came back and played another try match against, of course, their rival, Savannah Country Dang, and against Buford. Against Buford, she had seven kills on 10 attempts. That's a seven hitting percentage, which is pretty good in volleyball, and also had seven aces out of 13 serves and four digs. I don't know what position she plays, but she can play anywhere on my team. And against Savannah Country Day, she had 10 kills on 19 attempts and had four aces on eight attempts and four digs. And, you know, her coach, Hannah Nelson, ball of fire, uh, played it. Um, played at Georgia Southern, had this to say against her. Uh, Claudia has a true passion and loves the sport, brings her A-game every time she steps on the court. She's smart. She truly knows how to make uh, an impact. Uh, and, you know, she's just an unbelievable volleyball player. And if you're listening to me, she's only a freshman. She's only a freshman. So three, and that whole group, that whole Calvary team is loaded with freshmen. So they're, they're going to take their lumps this year. But I'm telling you right now, four years from now, I'm, I'm going to even say maybe even next year, we might have a state ship championship right here at Calvary Day School with this volleyball program. And now joining me in the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio is our Wellington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week. She's only a freshman from Calvary Day School from the Cavalier Lady Volleyball Program, Claudia Chisholm. Good morning, Claudia. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm doing good, but yeah, it looks like you had a phenomenal week as far as, uh, as stats go. And I know you're probably up. Oh, what were you supposed to tell me? 
Hi, Claudia. How's it going? Good. How are you? Take number two, okay? little technical difficulty. I had to press the button to get her mic on, and the mic wasn't on. Thank you, PJ Zuko, for correcting me. And it's live radio, and you got to love it. But like I said, she's only a freshman, and uh, she had some big weeks, and uh, she's here in studio. And uh, tell me about uh, Claudia Chisholm and volleyball. When did you start playing volleyball? I mean, it it, it sounds like you've got so so many good skills already. When did you start playing? Um, I started playing in fourth grade. Did mom and dad have anything to do with it? I mean, uh, what was the story? How did, how did you start? I mean, say, mom, dad, I want to play volleyball? Um, I got a flyer from school when I came home, and I told my mom I wanted to try it. And since you tried it, you liked it? Yes. So, you know, and I, I know there's a, a bunch a bunch of freshmen on that team, and you guys are doing a great job. And I mean, but, you know, it's a sport where everybody has to play. You know, you can go golf, and, you know, you got a team, you know, but it's individual swimming. I mean, volleyball is a team sport. What do you like most about playing volleyball? Um, I like the fact that everybody has to contribute and it's not just one person. And if one person isn't um, playing their best, then it's going to bring the whole team down. And there's only six girls on the court or six players on the court. And you have six girls on the bench dying to play. So you got to keep everybody together. Now, I'm reading the stats. I mean, kills, which are spikes in old school. I mean, aces, which are serves, which nobody hits. Digs, Mitch, I mean, it's going to be an ace, but you dig it off the floor. I mean, what's Claudia's best skill? I mean, because it seems like wherever they put you, you know, outside hitter, middle. I mean, did they make you set? I mean, what's your best skill? Um, middle hitter. Middle hitter. So you enjoy Putting the ball down as hard as you can? Yes. Uh, I mean, now, what, what do you do to make you a better middle hill or a better volleyball? What's your routine? What's Claudia's routine to make you a better volleyball player? Um, I play um, school season in the fall, and then I play Club Savannah year-round when I'm not playing school. Now, I, I want to answer this question. It wasn't one of the ones I gave you to prepare for this show. What's the difference, you think, between high school and club volleyball? Um, club, there's a lot more teams, and you go to a lot more tournaments, and there's a lot more competition with club. So you're playing against better players, hopefully, to make you a better player all, all around. Yes. Wow. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, you know, playing for your school means a, bit, I mean, a lot to you, too, right? Yes. I mean, these are all your friends. Now, coming into the season, I mean, a bunch of young girls on a team. Are they all freshmen? Do you have any seniors? I think you do have a senior, right? We have three seniors. Three seniors? Yes. But a lot of the freshmen get a lot of playing time? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as far as Claudia goes, I'm talking to Claudia Chisholm, our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. I mean, did you have any personal goals? Because everybody has personal goals when they enter the season. Is, uh, do volleyball teams, do members have their own personal goals? Yes. Um, my personal goal was to be able to play all the way around this year. Try and play as much as you can and yes. be involved in the team. Now, uh, you know, Hannah Nelson, a new head volleyball coach over at Calvary Day School, doing a great job, a lot of experience playing at Georgia Southern. She is a true Blue Eagle. Uh, did, did she have you guys have a team goal? Um, our team goal is to try to get the state. And you, it looks like now you got a pretty good shot at it, right? Yes. But, you know, you got you got Savannah Christian, you got Savannah Country Day, you got Calvary, and you got Aquinas, right, in your area? Yes. Have you played Aquinas yet? Yes, we have. And how have you done? Uh, we beat them. You beat them. So how many teams make it? Is it the top two? Is it the top three? Um, I'm pretty sure it's the top three. Okay, so you got a good shot at that. Uh, now, we talked about it. You're a freshman. You have three seniors on a team. I mean, let's give out some uh, shout-out. I'm putting you on the spot here for your team members. Who do you think... Who else do you think is having a good season for you guys? Um, well, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my setter, Hannah Carver. She helps me be able to hit everything that I can. And um, our passers, Aaron Fisher and um, Southern Britt. Now, when, you know, good. back in back in the day, okay, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but back in the day, we used to say bump set spike. So 
bump is a pass now. Yes. And the setter sets it, and then spike now is a kill. Yes. Okay, so I'm getting my I'm getting, you know it's like everything else. So so are, are you guys all freshmen? I mean, are the different grade levels? Um, there are five freshmen, um, one sophomore. One junior and three seniors. And you guys get all get along? Yes. You having a good time? Mm-hmm. What's so special about playing volleyball at Calvary? Um, we have a really good coach this year, so that makes us a really good team. And um, we all get along. Like Even though we're different ages, we all get along. There's no rivalry whatsoever between our teams. Wow, there's no, there's no problems, no no uh, fighting, no in-house. That's great. I mean, and that, that's what brings a team down is when the teammates can't get along. And when you have five freshmen and they're getting a lot of playing time, you get a lot of people that might be upset, but it sounds like you guys are gelling, you're having a good time. Now, your volleyball season, you're in full swing. You said you played club volleyball. Do you participate in any other extracurricular activities outside of athletics, I mean, besides volleyball? I mean, do you, do you involved in any clubs at Calvary? Mm-mm, just volleyball. Volleyball, volleyball year-round. You think playing volleyball year-round is, is, is something that, you know, is going to get you further down the road? Yes. I mean, it seems like you're doing, you're doing a great job. Now, first year playing high school sports. Did, were you nervous about playing high school sports, or you just went in and say, hey, it's just volleyball, I'm going to have a good time? I just went in with that attitude and said, it's just volleyball, just play like you know how to play. Play like you know how to play. Now, you're at Calvary. Uh, how long have you been at Calvary? Um, since kindergarten. Since kindergarten. <laughs> that's, that's, that now you're, in, uh, you're a ninth grader, so that's uh, nine years, ten years. Ten. I mean, uh, what's, what's so special about going to forget about the volleyball, forget about your, you know, your, your, uh, your teammates. What makes Calvary so special? I mean, you've been there for ten years. What makes it so special? Um, they challenge me ac- academically and force me to get better, and um, they help us spiritually spiritually too yeah i, I mean I, I had a son go there i'm not gonna say my, you know my son went there and uh he went there because of his friends and baseball and i mean he went in there and he came out with such spiritual development which was unbelievable and they do a great job over there with that and uh i mean chad griffin the athletic director a great guy to be around and here's here's your chance to talk about your new coach hannah nelson what, what do you like so much about you the new coach has helped us a lot what do you like so much about hannah nelson um she's fun she makes all the practices uh, and she challenges us to get better. She doesn't just yell at us 24-7. She um, pumps us up for games and um, makes everything fun. Well, I mean, she's doing a great job over there. You guys are having a great season. Now, you're only a freshman. you still got three more years of high school volleyball, traveling volleyball. Uh, what do you hope to achieve in the future? Um, I know I want to play college. Any specific college or... Uh, not yet. I don't know. Now, have you visited any camps, or is it just club volleyball and high school volleyball? Um, I've been to the University of Florida camp and the University of Tampa. Yeah, like them? Yes. It's, 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 I mean, unbelievable campuses, and a lot, a lot of girls go to that University of Florida one, don't they? Yes. Now, how is, is that a good program? Yeah, that's a really good program. One of the top programs in the SEC? Yes. Once again, SEC, football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, just name it. Well, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Carver's your setter. Well... Claudia, okay, you've done a great job on the volleyball court. You've been nominated for the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. You are the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, September 21st, 2013. Claudia Chisholm from Calvary Day School. Keep it the great work. And I know when you sign that college scholarship, you're coming back in here. And I'm going to say, I talked to that girl once you're a freshman. You can come back every year as long as you know, your coach nominates you. You're doing a great job. Love to have you. But proud of you. Hannah's proud of you. Coach Griffin's proud of you. Keep it the great work. And go Cavaliers. Thanks. You're welcome. Once again, that's Claudia Chisholm, okay, only a freshman. There are five freshmen, and, I mean, it, you know, it, it's unbelievable. I watched them play, and 
the freshman, okay, I don't know who was on else was on the court, but they, they point out, I mean, just an unbelievable way they play together, and you, you got to love the way they play, and they're, they're doing a great job. Remember, Dr. Bart Weatherington sponsors this, and he loves high school sports. Remember, if your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up. If you can, and throw it across the room, while at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care. You get pain relief to help you move better. You have a less painful life, and of course, you achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia, and he'll help you with all your chiropractic needs. Well, next up, we're going to talk a little... High school sports, and I know this guy can, will talk about everything. He'll talk about football, volleyball, uh, what else is going on, softball, cross-country, because he covers it all for the Savannah Morning News. Next up, the Savannah Morning News prep beat sports reporter, columnist, Dennis Knight. Claudia, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Good luck with the rest of the year, and uh, hopefully you guys get into that state playoff and gain a lot of experience. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Just having a lot of fun talking about local sports, national sports. Braves need one more to clinch the NL East. And uh, last night, big game, the high school game of the week, fueled by MWOC right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We had the Benedictine Cadets taking on Vidalia Indians. The Indians came in number seven. The Cadets were number eight. Sorry, number nine. And uh, I made a prediction before the, before the game because I do the uh, color for the games. And I said... BC 14, Vidalia 12. It was 21 nothing at halftime. A shocker. Well, this man roams the sidelines, and yes, he roams the sidelines with his little uh, pad and pen, writing down the stats and getting all the information, interviewing people, and he does a great job. I mean, you can just check out his story. Front page of the Savannah Morning News Sports section. Showdown show, shutout, and it sure was. Joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM, the hotline. And no, he's not on the hotline or the hot seat, but he does a great job in what he does. The Savannah Morning News prep beat sports reporter slash sports columnist, Dennis Knight. Good morning, Dennis. Morning, Carl. How you doing, man? Hey, you know, I'm like you. It's Saturday morning. We're talking sports, uh, high school sports. It's just been unbelievable with this football season going on. Savannah Christian knocking off uh, Prince Avenue Christian. And last night, Dennis, I mean, I predicted BC 14 Vidalia 12 because of the atmosphere, the home field advantage, but 28 nothing. I mean, did you expect this? No, I thought it was going to be a close game, like you said, maybe, you know, 17-10, something like that. I thought BC would pull it out being at home, but, man, they really looked impressive. Uh, they, they were just overwhelmed, Vidalia, and they have a lot more versatile offense, I think, than Vidalia did uh uh, BC's defense was just up to the task last night, and Vidalia didn't have an answer for him. I mean, it was remarkable. And if you don't know Dennis Knight, Dennis Knight is a California guy. How long have you been here now? Five years? Uh, this is my fourth year of football, I think. I came here in October. This is my fourth year starting up, so just three years, yeah. 
All right, so four years. I had him here one year longer than he was, but I'm telling you, you've been following the high school football scene. You've been following the high school, uh, the high school sports scene since you got here from California. I mean, let's let's let's. I haven't had you on for a while. I think it's been about six seven months. What are you so impressed about the sports here in Savannah, Georgia, or the area? Because I know you got to cover more than just Savannah. Well, the football is really picking up. I think uh, with Danny Britt over there at BC, he's really turning the program around, bringing it back to uh, the old tradition, which I. You know, I heard about when I first moved here, but I didn't see at first. And uh, they they look really good in Double A, and I think they can make a run in the playoffs. Savannah Christian has been on top since I moved out here, and uh, they don't have the team like they did back back in a couple of years ago. But they're still really competitive in the single A private school. Uh, Calvary looks their offense is looking pretty good this year, and they, after the first couple losses, they're putting things together. I think the football is really moving up, and some of the recruiting around here, some of the kids like Demetrius Robertson over at uh, Savannah Country Day, he's only a sophomore. He's already picked up some offers from uh, Georgia Tech and Clemson. And then I saw Liberty County play for the first time. They have you know, the top linebacker recruit in the nation, in, uh, Raekwon McMillan. He's got offers from, it's more like who he doesn't have offers from, but Ohio State and Clemson are at the top of his list. And... Uh, and then he has a freshman teammate. When I went out to see them play Johnson a couple of weeks back, Richard LeCount, this kid's a freshman. He's got four games under his belt only. He already has picked up offers from Florida and Ohio State, and that's, that's really almost unheard of. I guess he had three more touchdowns last night in his fourth interception of the year, and this kid's the real deal. I mean, I mean you've been covering sports a long time. I've been doing this for a long time. I mean... I've never heard, and you, you just said it, kids this young being offered scholarships. I mean, that now, is, I, I mean, I what, what's going on here? And that's pretty unheard of. Maybe there's a, a freshman or two across the country each year who might pick up an offer. But from a program like Ohio State or Florida, you, you just never hear that. I don't know if the if the coaches are trying to get ahead of the curve, and you know, it might be a new trend we're, we're seeing. But uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. Uh, I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to Carl Demasi. Carl Demasi Sports Report. I'm talking to Dennis Knight, Savannah Morning News prep beat sports reporter and sports columnist because he writes about other things besides just high school sports. And uh, we're talking right now about football. And uh, well, you know, and, and I mean, we just said about young kids getting scholarships. And you know, the other night on Thursday night, Chad, what is it, Chadique Thornton for North Carolina State? I mean, you watched him play, taking that for a 21 yard touchdown against Clemson. I mean, you got to be really excited about seeing these kids coming back and doing this stuff. Yeah, it's just really neat to follow him down the road. We got like Josh Mercer, who's his teammate at North Carolina State. I don't know if he's gotten any touches yet this year, but he's another one to watch out of South Effingham. And, uh, we've got a lot of kids that are, that are really, uh, playing well. We got Mylon Richard over there at Calvary Day, Herschel Walker's nephew. He's, uh, committed to Clemson, the big tight end, and, and he's playing some D-line this year too. So it's looking good for football around here. All right. Well, let, let's let's uh, swing your pen away from the football field. I mean, softball, South Effingham, Savannah Christian, uh, volleyball, uh, Saint uh, Savannah Christian, Saint Vincent's, uh, Calvary. So, let's talk about some of those other sports. As far as softball goes, what have you been impressed with so far? Well, Savannah Christian, uh, I think they're about thirteen and ten. Their record might not look that impressive, but they coach told me they played in some really tough tournaments against higher classification teams up in Atlanta. And uh, they're taking their lumps in those games at times, although competing well. And uh, she thinks, Coach McMillan thinks that the, that will uh, 
help them in their playoff run. Last year they were third in the state and Class A private, and they got Brooke Eichenlob. She was my athlete of the week last week. She's already had seven homers about halfway through the season, and uh, she's pitching well once again. They have eight seniors back, so I think Savannah Christian is, is set to make a, a decent run. South Effingham with Olivia Laverenz, I think she's a junior now as their pitcher. Uh, they're looking strong again, too. So those are probably the top two teams in the area as far as softball goes. On the volleyball front, again, Savannah Christian, uh, they were in the Final Four last year. They didn't graduate one player, and they, they got Chandler Ewaltz, and I actually just pulled over on my way to Tybee. I'm right in front of her house right now. She's my neighbor. <laughs> uh, but she she was our player of the year last year. Uh, I think they're ranked in the top three in the state by the AJC, and they haven't wa- lost maybe a set or two to any area team so far this year. Uh Calvary Day is looking a lot better in volleyball this year. They have a, a freshman setter. Uh, so I'm blanking on her name right now. But uh, Day is coming back, coming back too, after a, a slow start. So St. Vincent's is doing all right, too. So the, the volleyball scene looks pretty good in the private schools. Around well, Hannah, Hannah Carver is the girl you're talking about from Calvary. I just uh, had her middle yeah. hitter, uh, Claudia Chisholm, who's only a freshman. Uh, those two are such a tandem over there that, you know, Calvary, Calvary's going to be a reckon with the next couple of years. I mean, Savannah Christian's always been consistent. St. Vincent's is ranked number four in the state in, in volleyball. I mean, just, you know, just being ranked. And uh, I, I have to ask you this. We've got a two-minute warning here. I'm giving you the two-minute two warning here, columnist. Uh, I mean, the rankings. How do you feel about the rankings from the AJC, the uh, Georgia coaches poll. What do you feel about the rankings that goes on? Oh uh, well, you know, when I think when they come out early in the season, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. They're kind of basing it on last year's performance, and you know, the AJC they might have a team ranked. They they know nothing about who's coming back and that kind of stuff. But as the season goes on, you know, I think the teams kind of rank themselves by their performance. Like last night in the Georgia uh, Sports Association, I think. Uh, Vidalia came in ranked fifth, and BC was ninth. I had them fifth and sixth myself, but uh, obviously that's going to change, and, and BC is going to move up the up the ladder. And I think you know I'm going to put BC up there, maybe number three or even higher. Heck, the way they dominated in that game. Uh, but I think you know the rankings sort themselves out in the end. The only thing it kind of really affects is is the new system where they split up the public and private uh, for Class A. And they got these max preps rankings, which are kind of a, a mathematical thing. But those can affect you depending on strength of schedule. If you make the playoffs, if you're a borderline team, still though, if you're a borderline team, you can't really uh, blame it on the rankings. You should play yourself into the playoffs, I guess. Right. Well, Dennis, I, I, I really do appreciate it. I know you had a late night last night making the deadline for that BC Vidalia game. Uh, you know, you, you do a great job. Love reading your uh, articles and your interpretation of what's going on. Keep the great work, and uh, we got to bring you back more often because you give us perspective of what's going on in uh, local high school sports and uh, local college and all that stuff. So I appreciate it. Enjoy your day, and uh, I'll talk to you on the sideline somewhere along the line. All right, Colin. Enjoy that Valdosta shorter game tonight. Uh, I know your your boys are both... Going up against each other, you must be a proud dad. 
hey, you know, one's following the footsteps. Russell uh, is on the sidelines coaching the quarterbacks up at Shorter College, and uh, the the young guy is uh, kicking uh, the ball for Valdosta. Dominic's the punter, and uh, we got uh, Dominic Kenfield playing for for Shorter. We got uh, Cooper Lemons from Savannah Christian and uh, Charles Morton playing for Valdosta. It's got a lot of Savannah flavor. I'm excited about it, and uh, you know me, I don't boast about my kids, but yeah, I am a proud daddy. I'm gonna, I can't wait to go down there and wait for kickoff at 7 o'clock. All right, have fun tonight, Coach. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks for all you do. Okay, talk to you later. Once again, Dennis Knight, the prep sports beat reporter for Savannah Morning News and also sports columnist for the Savannah Morning News. He wears more than one hat, does a great job, and I appreciate him coming on after uh, covering that game yesterday, the Benedictine uh, 28 nothing shutout, the showdown shutout, as he called it, in the Savannah Morning News. Remember, i got to honor my sponsors here. You're a coach, parent, local organization. You're an you need uniforms, you need cleats, you need sports-specific shoes, basketballs, baseballs. You need trophies, medals to give to your employees or to give to your team. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right here behind the Old Thorpe Mall right here in Savannah, Georgia. He makes our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Uh, they make our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week plaque every week, and it's a beautiful plaque. They do a great job. Remember... Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 40 years here in Savannah, Georgia. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. They'll help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. And they're right there, located right behind the Old Thought Mall, right behind Sears. Next up, we'll cl- close out the show. We'll have a little time to make some predictions, I hope. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, their doctor-led and patient-focused, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah. You're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report. We're in the last segment. I'm Call Demasi. Whether you've been listening for five minutes, 15 minutes, or whenever, or just certain segments, I appreciate you. I'm glad that you listen to the show. I'm glad that I could be here every Saturday morning doing it, and it's it's a lot of fun. And we're just t- having a lot of fun talking local sports, national sports. We'll get into that. Uh, we got the Falcons with a big game this weekend, taking on the the. Uh, very surprising, Miami Dolphins. Uh, don't forget, um, we got the Braves can clinch or they win the National League Eastern Division, first time since 2005, today at 4 o'clock against the Cubbies in Chicago. PJ, there's a lot of football going on, and it's exciting. A uh, lot of baseball, a lot of pro football. Uh, so what are you doing the rest of the weekend? Oh, man, there's a whole lot of everything. I'll definitely be keeping track of of those Braves, the Atlanta Braves, to see if they can clinch here soon. And, you know, I, I can't wait for this this LSU-Auburn game tonight. I think it's going to be clo- closer than the expert, experts think. Sorry, I'm messing up right now, talking a little fast like you. But, um, no, I, th- I think this game will be uh, closer than people think. Also, you know I'm a Big Ten guy up from north. Up from the north, Michigan State at Notre Dame. I think those are two teams that have gotten out to a really bumpy start so far. And I think it it might not be a good game talent-wise, but it'll be a close one. So I'm hoping to watch that one, too. 
Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. There's only one one team that where, where I come from, and that's Notre Dame, and uh, they had to pull it out last weekend against Purdue, and they're playing a better team in uh, Michigan State. And Michigan State's always been a thought in their side, so I'm excited about that one. But uh, I'll be sitting in the stands in Valdosta watching my two boys, so I'm excited about that. But I'll be following uh, my ESPN ticker with the scores for Auburn, LSU, and uh, uh, you know Notre Dame against uh, Michigan State goes on. I think at 3:30 today, and uh, I'll be on. The road but i mean i'm not worried about georgia i'm not worried about you know uh you know i i wish savannah state the best of luck going against the hurricanes because that i mean how do you feel i think they're the best team in the acc the hurricanes uh i think they're very good but i i think the i think the acc is very competitive this year with with florida state you got clemson up there you got georgia tech who's i think on the rise i'm i'm pretty high on georgia tech i think they're gonna do good this year i i think you got a competitive acc this year and miami has struggled a little bit scoring points so far this season even against florida when they had i think five or six turnovers florida did Miami didn't score a lot, so uh, I mean, I think other teams can kind of run it up a little bit, like Florida. You got Florida State, you got Clemson, who can really score some points. So even Georgia Tech, with a bad Lee at quarterback now, can score some points. So uh, their defense is good. We know that after watching the Florida game, but you know, I just think it's a very competitive league, and I think those four teams right there are going to be your front runners in the ACC. Well, I know I sound like a broken record, and I always use this cliche. Uh, you know, you can have your offense. Your offense is going to win your games, but defense is going to win your championships. I'm impressed with that Miami defense. It reminds me about the uh, during the 80s and 90s, uh, you know, that defense was so nasty down there in Miami, you know, under Jimmy Johnson and the rest of the crew and, uh, you know, uh, you know, whoever came in and took after he did. But uh, I'm impressed with their defense, and I think, I think they have a better defense than uh, Clemson, uh, I hate to say it, Florida State and Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah, I think their defense is more talented as well as those squads. But you know, we'll see. It's always a it's always a clash of sometimes like offense versus defense. You know, it, it, that's in every game. But ACC is full of talented offenses. Uh, Miami definitely the best defense there, and, and we'll see. Virginia Tech also has a very good defense, but their offense is just struggling this year. It, it's been not good with Logan Thomas there. That's why I don't have them in in my top four in the ACC. But really. Uh, we'll have to see. Miami's defense very good, like you just said. So uh, I can't wait to see how it plays out. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a big one. So uh, uh, we got to talk about. Uh, let's go to the uh, professional side. I mean, the Falcons. I mean, uh, took their lumps. Five guys hurt. Two were definitely out last week. Their offensive line is hurting. I mean, uh, Miami comes in. Uh, I mean, Miami's been impressing people, uh, scoring 23 points a game. And, uh, I mean, I'm impressed with the Miami Dolphins. But I think the Falcons, even though they're going down to South Beach, you know, everything's better in Miami. But uh, I think I think the Falcons are a better team. Yeah, I'm with B.J. Bennett here on this one with, with the Atlanta Falcons. you got to get a better pass rush, and also you have to grind games out running the football. The, the NFL might be a passing league, but you need to run when you need to run, when you need, when you need to run out the clock and, and things like that. We saw with B.C. last night in high school football, when they need to run, they can with a 13-minute drive and, and scoring that touchdown on a 95-yard drive, running the football basically the whole time. So you need to run when you need to close out games. That's why the St. Louis Rams came back in their last game and almost beat the Falcons. So going down to Miami, it's going to be tough. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's doing a good job down there. 
Uh, we'll see. I think this one's a toss-up, honestly. Miami is actually a favorite in this one in in the by scoring Atlanta's the underdog, so we'll have to see. Uh, I think this one's a toss-up. Well, I'll make it quick. It's a toss-up. I know both quarterbacks. I think Matt Ryan and uh, Tannehill uh, do not get Ryan Tannehill do not get the respect they deserve. All we hear is about RG three, Robert Griffin, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I'm really impressed with those two uh, those two running backs. So, uh, what's your pick for the over and LSU game? Really quick. Uh, I know that the. The calling card for the SEC is defense, but when you look at these teams, they've had some bad teams score some points on them this year. I'm going with the upset. I, I like Auburn. I, I'm going with Auburn 31-28. to I know that's some, some big scoring for the SEC, but I think Auburn's going to pull it off. I mean, I'm I'm going with you too. I mean, I think Auburn can pull this out. I think uh, we we got. I think Auburn's the underrated team here. Uh, I love the quarterback. I love what he's doing. But I'm going with Auburn 24-21. Well, PJ, the show's about to run out here. Once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for doing a great job. Uh, once again, we'll be on here next week and whatever you may be doing the rest of the week. Always, always have a great week. And until next weekend, I'll talk to you later. Call Demasi signing out. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.